0: Season 2 of Red Wings Red. of course, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. A uh, quick little bitty about uh, that Blackhawks game, uh, not so much fun to watch, the uh, <laughs> 4 to nothing loss as the 4-1 to one victory was, uh, but the episode today will mostly feature our conversation with Darren McCarty, uh, of course, joined us uh, to talk... Uh, Really, it was was really swell to have him uh, tune in for a post-WrestleMania conversation, which uh, I did edit out. So all of you Red Wings fans that were worried you were going to have to listen to that, uh, most of that is going to be saved for a pro-wrestling podcast. Uh, A couple of little ditties in there, so if you are a wrestling fan, you'll enjoy the beginning of the episode. And then uh, we're going to dive into uh, that Mantha trade, uh, McCarty's feelings on it, and um, a little bit more. So... Uh, As always, before we get into all that, let us get into some of the business, and uh,
1: we'll we'll
0: take take care of that right now. It's just Matt, so this will be uh, be a little bit different. This weekend, UFC 261 is sure to be can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes for this Weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, pile up points for advances, takedowns, and so much more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget about basketball, hockey. what What else are we doing here where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week? DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for your details. All right, folks. Again, that's uh, promo code THPN, always in reference to the Hockey Podcast Network. Being that it's just Matt here today, um thought I'd I'd at least uh do what I I I, I like I like showing off or uh or talking about our uh, normal episodes. Uh and it's really just gonna be taking a, a quick peek at the uh natural stat trick page. Uh this will this will be my uh my co-host until uh we jump into that Darren McCarty uh interview. But I just I just thought at least we could take a look at some of the advanced analytics from that Red Wings Blackhawks game uh, because it's just, it's so baffling to me that we actually lost this game. Uh, So what we're taking a look at right now is the fact that the Red Wings uh, won uh, the possession battle. Uh, They, they won the scoring chance battle with, with almost doubling uh, more. I'm sorry, more than doubling on a five on five basis, the expected goals for uh, over the expected goals against the Blackhawks. I mean, if if we were to say that analytics are king, this is where we can figure out what's going on in a game without even having to watch it, you, you would look at this and just think that we completely dominated. Even the high-danger scoring chances, 12 to 4. 12 high-danger scoring chances for your Detroit Red Wings uh, to the 4 the entire game uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks, just unbelievable. I, uh, you know, and I, I think the last thing we want to do is like harp on, uh, on Bernier, uh, because one of the things we always pull out is what did our goaltender do in regards to the expected goals against, and did he give up more goals against, uh, than he was expected to or less, because this really was a game about our, our defense just picking and choosing the spots uh, that they were just going to let an absolute banger of a scoring chance come through. Uh, so this wasn't about piling up the scoring chances. This was just about giving up uh, the juiciest of all juicy scoring chances. And and the funny thing is, too, you get you get an empty net goal in there for the Blackhawks. And that's usually where it gets piled on top the uh expected goals uh for your opponent because that is a juicy chance you get it you get an empty net chance that's that's where it's at and uh that still wasn't enough to even cut cut into this five on five or um i'm sorry cut into the the game's total of expected goals chances And and the red wings just five on five from again an analytics perspective from having the puck from piling on shots uh they they i'm gonna say dominated but this is where the decision making comes in this is why we lost this game this is where you're not you're not releasing the puck at the proper point you're you're doing it enough to where you can pile things up and you can make it look like uh you're you're doing the right thing from an analytics perspective where if you pile enough pucks onto the net that's going to help uh that that number for the game the expected goals uh, for a number to actually go up in your favor uh, so if it's not those right choices, if it's not the right turnovers, if it's not the right guy taking those shots, uh, that's, that's where things start to fall apart. And I, I bring that up, uh, because I pointed this out on Twitter last night, uh, it might actually be better for me to pull up, uh, that, that Twitter page, but when you take a look at this entire game? We only had four guys, four skaters from an expected goals for percentage that were under 50%. So that means every other skater on the ice besides these four, and you can see them now on my screen. Uh, so if you're watching this on YouTube, Dylan Larkin, Philip Sedina, Danny DeKaiser, Jakob Verano. That's right. <laughs> three, three guys. I mean, if if, if Verano is really on the bottom of the list, like you want to see his expected goals for pretty high, and you, you would expect, uh, based on his past performances, the expected goals against to also be pretty high. But uh, when these guys, Larkin, Zadina, and even though we don't know Verano very well, we could still assume he's, he shouldn't always be on the bottom of this list. But when these guys are on the bottom of your list, uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to have a bad time. You know, go back to the old South Park reference of uh, pizza and french fry when you're skiing. Uh, if you don't follow those rules, you're going to have a bad time. And of course... Uh, if you're not going to pizza or French fry on the ski hill, you're going to have a bad time. And if Larkin, Zadina, and Verona are your three worst forwards from an analytics perspective, uh, four to nothing seems more reasonable. But, uh, again, we're, we're taking a look at this game from top to bottom, and this is where you start to see the difference between when you have those analytics going in your favor and when the talent depth uh, hurts you, uh, because this should not have been four to nothing. Uh, this... <laughs> Very reasonably could have still been a loss by a couple of goals, uh and we do know that uh you know putting in the fourth wasn't necessarily um where it, where it should stand I mean, three to nothing is probably a more reasonable way to look at this, but again the um the fact of the matter is I, I think we got a little bit lucky, especially a couple of games ago we talked about in the last podcast where the analytics were against us winning in any shape or form, and uh, we pulled out a victory uh all in all. There's still not much to pull out here, but just the reminder that um and maybe we were breaking the numbers, breaking analytics for a couple of games there. And uh this this just this is just a good way to bring us right back down to Earth, I think. Uh so uh let's you know we'll go into this Dallas series. Uh I think it's very possible that uh this could be split 50-50 the way uh the stars are playing this season. it, it seems like uh the more I listen to those uh podcasts that cover a national perspective, everybody is just kind of waiting uh, for Dallas to flip a switch, turn it on. So there is that element that the Red Wings are still last place in this division. Uh, we do still have quite the talent gap, um, and I what I don't want to have happen but is very possible is that Dallas was waiting for the series that's coming up uh, shortly and uh, they might decide to to turn it on. Uh, they, had, they had their way with us earlier on in the season where it looked like, oh, Dallas uh, did come to play this season. <laughs> but uh, obviously it didn't continue in that uh, direction. So I, I would say just brace for impact um, could be something where any team that is, I mean, they were in the Stanley Cup Finals last year, so to laugh at the notion of them being a playoff contender is, uh, that's your fault. Uh, so... Just take it as it is. You're talking about a playoff contender. Uh, for them to see this series coming up, you gotta think that they're they're gunning for it, that they're ready for it. Uh, so I I would say just brace for impact. Uh, but this is also something too where the Red Wings get to play spoiler. So um, you know, either way, I, I think we'll see if that first game stays tight. Uh, we'll probably just see a nice tight series. But uh, if not, oof. I don't know. I don't know if we're ready for a roller coaster, but that's that might be that might be the the stronger bet uh, to put your money down on. Is this going to flip flop uh, game to game? Uh, Maybe. All right. So with that, uh, I think uh, that that does us well enough to prep us for the next uh, few games. Uh, Wrap up. What was our longest winning streak? Uh, Taking a big hit and a four to nothing loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, So now. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we head into this interview with Darren McCarty? Uh, just a quick uh, heads up again. We're going to talk a little bit of pro wrestling. We talk about the legacy of Darren McCarty. We talk about uh, his his new brands that are getting out there. Uh, don't miss uh, on April twentieth. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Four twenty. Uh, McCarty's got a big event going on in Flint. If you check out uh, his Twitter account, uh, you'll find all the details, and of course, uh, it's associated with the Woodward Sports Network as well, so you can find all that there. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a fun conversation. Something for me growing up, um, you know, you can't get away from the from Darren McCarty's legacy, and uh, for me, as a huge Red Wings fan, being a kid growing up and seeing this guy as put up on, on a pedestal as a a god of Detroit hockey, and I, I mean that. Um, it was an absolute joy to really, I mean, we've met Darren a couple of times and it's, it's always been one of those things where it's like, wow, this is Darren McCarty. Uh, this is a whole nother thing to to sit down and talk with him. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there were a couple of times where, uh, Darren assumed, uh, that we were headed in one direction with our thoughts. Um, anybody that's a longtime listener of the show knows we don't hate Jeff Blackshell sure. Hopefully he knows we don't hate Steve Iserman. Uh We might have caught Darren off guard a few times. Maybe it's just the title of the show is Red Wings Rant and he thought we were going to rail into him. Uh, so there were a couple of instances where it got a little heavy. Um, so you guys can keep an ear out for that. Darren, if you're listening right now, um, yeah, we, I, I, I think we might have led you in the wrong direction. We might have led you on a little bit there. It, it, it was good fun. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, this is, this is just a joy uh, to record. Uh thanks again, Darren, uh, for coming on. And uh make sure you listen all the way to the end there so you can get all the deets on uh, Darren Car- Darren McCarty's upcoming events and uh, of course his his brand of cannabis that's out there. So uh he he has his mission, he has his reasons for for doing it and um uh, Man, if they aren't if they aren't the most noble reasons to start a cabinet, uh, cannabis brand uh, I don't know what is but uh, I hope you guys enjoy that as well so uh, thank you for tuning in yet again and uh, enjoy our conversation with Darren McCarty all right everybody he is the Stanley Cup clinching for ring wearing cannabis curating the Mew Marty <laughs> Detroit legend he is Darren McCarty there it is there's that logo right there Ha, I, you know what? This is way off, way off topic, right from the get go. How cool is it to you that when you Google your own name, that immediately the Darren McCarty cannabis logo pops up first? How awesome is that?
2: Let's just take a minute and let it sink in for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? That's just great. It, that that's the biggest joke, like the biggest. Um, I always say, whether it's God, your higher power, whatever greater than yourself that you believe in, that, you know, you aren't the end all be all. That's the biggest joke because because of the fact that this is for all having all the cups and scoring the goal and stuff. And I would never change that, but I know of my purpose in the bigger picture of it. And the, the, I'm the most proud that I have my own cannabis brand that I have. You know, my dad always told me that if you don't like it, yeah like it do something about it and that this is it and i've i've aligned myself you know i'm lucky to be in michigan where where it's forward thinking i like to say that the people in michigan it's about common sense that's why gambling's legal and cannabis is legal but it's yeah. the me, it's the medicine of it so to be able to see that it it like the legit you got to know that when it's got my name on it and i just released my uh my first strain my first seed uh, it's called Black Eye, so pretty much when you smoke Darren McCarty's Black Eye, it'll feel like you got punched in the face. Closest thing I can give you to a Black Eye, <laughs> but it'll, it's, it's, you know, and if you're a cannabis and, uh, enthusiast, it's uh, Purple po- purple Punch 2.0 crossed by Face Off OG by Fruity Pebbles, so. Um, Beautiful. That's one that, yeah, that's just, that's the one. Also, too, um, the difference, see how it works, because my uh, licensing with Pincana, so it's like signing a deal with the Detroit Red Wings. So pick Canada, the largest seed to sale here in Michigan. And it's the yes. growers, the radical genetics guys that grow my flower and grow their flowers. So the pre-rolls are stuff that is out of their repertoire. As I, you know, it takes a long time. This plant, it's resilient and patient. So I got a CBD roll on that is e-commerce that you can you can get it at DarrenMcCarty.com. And then the rest of it as the law's work you can get them uh it's throughout dispensaries and and uh through Pincana in michigan and i couldn't be more proud because this plant (laughs) saved my life and and what it means to everybody else so it's the coolest shit in the world (laughs) if you want to know right yeah no the next best thing to standing out there um in a full crowd WrestleMania to like an entrance, right? Like the other day he saw Look at this
1: guy with the segues. He doesn't even need us. Uh, yeah. Are oh, uh, you
2: guys like wrestling? So lutely. <laughs> I we, 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 uh, so
0: fucking hey, We, we, so we actually. I yeah.
2: got a caveat, I got a caveat this with the brothers of discussion. So yeah. You know, the one, the, the, you, whichever one of you tweeted uh, like a couple weeks ago or whatever like that, but somebody let DMACC know that uh, we're red. We're all about hockey and about fucking wrestling, and then we too, like you know, like so we got to get on that. And that's as easy as it is in how you connect to to whatever else what we're doing. So we, to yeah. tell people that's as easy as it is. And if you say wrestling around me, huh, dude, that's Woo! number one.
1: That's my favorite sport. Come Why? on, what? I, I we just said WrestleMania, Darren. What'd you think of uh, Bianca's big moment? Love she it. got her coronation.
2: Yeah, you know what? But that also goes to show the greatness of Sasha Banks. You're not only the oh, you know, match. imagine yeah. if you if you're I'm a storyline guy, right? So the way yeah. the storyline played out, and you look at the way that match played out with the hair and everything, and wow, the only thing harder than that slap of the braids across Sasha Banks' chest was uh, Shohei Ohtani's home run uh, the other day that you know <laughs> yeah. was immense. So um, what I'm saying, and when you saw the well, you can't fake that. That's like the chair shots. That's why you have to respect and why they're my favorite sport is because I can never be disappointed because it's not, you know, real life, but it's also too when you look and see these guys are the greatest stunt stuntmen and women yeah. in the world.
0: Here's here's the question I was gonna ask though. Uh Darren, you've got any wrestler, any generation, uh, you can give you you're giving them hockey skill. I want you to put somebody on the grind line. You can replace Drapes, mulpey. who's gonna fit the best? Who would you want to see out of every pro wrestler you've ever seen? You're again, you're wow. giving them hockey skill.
1: Who's joining That's, the grind? Do you life? mean does the goon? The goon's not part of this, right? Because
2: no, the goon guy, is first round pick. So do you want an irritating mother? You want a Moppy replacement? So somebody who's irritating <laughs> and talented yes. that you sort of have to like, like Chris Jericho is not only one of my favorite wrestlers of all time because. Uh, Kid Rock, Kid Rock told me a long time ago, what makes a great band isn't, you know, the bells and whistles and whatever. It's duration, it's longevity, it's reinvention. Follow Chris Jericho not only professionally but personally. The same, we're the same age, and and to see different things like that, I think he'd be a perfect Malz replacement because he can play, he can play it as hard as you want. He's got some cheap shot in him. But he's also got some finish end. His old man's Ted Irvine, right? yeah, so exactly. you know what I mean. So he's got hockey in his blood. So it only makes sense,
1: right? Oh, it, only, okay.
2: it only makes sense. But you know, um, you know, like I'll tell you, uh, one of my buddies, uh, uh, Terry Garen Rhino. I'd like Rhino to sit oh, on yeah. the end of the bench. Yeah, Dearborn you know. boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd he like
2: to him to sit on the end of the bench. He doesn't have to play much. He doesn't have to skate, but he can just sit there and growl at people. Cause you know, I, he can be that size and stuff like that. If stuff goes down. I want him in my corner, but no Jericho just, you know, be, because he's got grind line mentality, right? He, he, and that, and that means, you know, the greatest thing. Yeah. Um, we could all play, but our hockey sense, and we were all on the same page, right? That's the thing. So he could plug in and you see that in wrestling, right? Where, it's yeah. the guys when they get in the, and then who are the great dance partners. And it's not a lot of times. It's not the guys that get along, but they can bring something out in each other in the ring. And, you know, so the grind yeah. line, grind line goes to Chris Jericho, the, the demo God for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, should
0: we, should we bore this up and, uh, start talking about double old hockey? That's...
2: Yeah, I guess. Since you guys, <laughs> since you guys want to ring Oh, wait, them, before man. we go in,
1: I gotta, hey, ask,
0: you, I
2: gotta talk, ask you one guys, thing. Let yeah. me put, I, listen, Uncle Darren's here to put everybody back into their fucking <laughs> spot. <to> fucking, <laughs> all I got to lead it with is when Steve Eisman says four or five years, that's not four or five games or four or five months. Sit <laughs> down, <laughs> down, buckle in, let him do his job. And then you sit here right now as the wings are playing with the brand new guys that he just robbed Washington ports on unfortunate samantha has gone. Yeah, but in return, could be the be- could be the start to something great. So, yeah, I'll, I'll lead it with this: Do not, and I will not, until he makes a move, and you think that the goaltender in that net is the guy he's going to bank on to bring you a championship. Hence, um, Vasilevsky and the Lightning. But how long did that take? That's an eight-year right. draft period. So I don't expect, unless there's somebody in the pipe that I don't know of, to come down that it'll be a trade for somebody or a signing, like we did it back in the day with hassock or something like that. What he did in this trade not only is accumulating draft picks, which he said himself, if you listen, it's great to accumulate, but you still have to do the job and draft the right guys. So let's, so we're moving in the right direction. So until then we got all moving parts and I, and they don't know why, if we don't know, they don't know exactly, exactly what we have yet or what they have or who's here or who's not. But let's look and see what we have compared to where we were a year ago at this yeah. point. Right. Yeah. Like,
0: how- <clears throat> Uh, I was gonna say how how much uh, how how dumb are are we, my brother and I, for uh, getting ourselves involved in probably the the two worst, or I shouldn't say worst, but um, the hardest Twitter communities to begin speaking to. We we chose pro wrestling Twitter. And then right now, Detroit Red Wings Twitter is just fisticuffs all night. Just incredible, incredible. Going fucking
2: bunch of fucking. You're all idiots. Then if you're fighting right now, because it's like, <laughs> why the fuck? It's, here's the whole thing. right? Yeah, yeah. I fought for a living. It's but like landmines. paid, right now you're out in the back, beating the living shit out of each other in front of nobody <laughs> doing nothing. Why don't you wait until there's accountability when it should be here? Right. Right. And it's not yeah. now. Listen. The bigger thing is not whether to win games or lose games or whatever, because the thing is to figure out how the hell we can't finish last to get the first fucking pick. So it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. We're getting screwed anyways in the draft. So you let the man himself, right, do his fucking yeah. job. And yeah. then he does shit like he just did. Oh, my God. So all the rest of wanna... to fucking ass clowns out there, <laughs> come and talk to me, right? I should have at least four Stanley Cups and the Cannabis Cup by the fucking time these guys are ready to start making the run. And I only give myself another year before I win that. So can we please, all of us, just enjoy the process, right? Because I'll tell you this, there's a very big chance that when we, if we find out and maybe it's a Varana is the type of player that a Larkin needs to play with why don't we just take some time for the rest of this year and let these kids try to figure it out a little bit more as we move? Li- Do you oh. know got- Oh, what? What there? Whoa! Oh, across the pond. Oh, oh, oh! They play hockey. Oh, across- oh yeah. Oh, more cider. Oh yeah. Oh, he's just wrecking dudes over and Sweden. In the first yeah. round- Wait, isn't that the kid that we dra- that Stevie drafted? And yeah. Oh, so oh, sit down. Shut up. Let him do his job. Wait till him, Raymond, Valeno, guys, we're in great shape. Please sit back. (laughs) Right now is not the time to get upset about the wings part. Thank you. Get into the hot wrestling part. That's why we started off with wrestling because this should be a nice job, Steve. Way to do what I told everybody you were going to do and make me look good.
1: (laughs) Can I I ask you something, Darren? Like when the trade happened, most of us were, most reasonable people were doing cartwheels. Okay. Here,
2: stop, because this is how I heard it live on the air doing my afternoon, Monday to Friday hook show on on Word Sports. All right. I will tell you the same thing I told my buddy Mike Putnam, right? When he asked me, is there a chance Mantha could get traded? And I said, I don't think so unless there's a too good to be true deal. Guess what? It's a too-good-to-be-true deal. You got Brana at 24, who's a can put up the same amount of points and has won a Stanley Cup, right? And he's been tutored by OV, but even more important, on the line with TJ Oshie. I don't know if you know TJ Oshie, Captain America, <laughs> Mr. Breakaway himself. That's a kid you want. And I saw a tweet that he said, I'm sorry, losing you, Liney," and I like that because it comes from pedigree, right? So you look at that. Plus, stockpiled some more draft choices and picked up, well, I mean, nobody wants Dick Panic, but um Richard Panic is better. So, I mean, they get, uh, so the Wings got a little Dick Panics. So that's <laughs> the first part.
1: Best the best of us,
2: yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. They, <laughs> Dick Panic, but
1: no, yeah.
2: so there's the too-good-to-be-true deal, right? That yeah. would move that in a, uh, so I say, okay, right? That, boom, boom, everything explained. You don't get ninety nine percent approval rating. The only one you didn't get approval from is is Samantha's uh, mom, so because she liked <laughs> it here. But uh, other than that, that's what I'm saying, and that's the difference. Yeah. And not only with that, you look at back in the small little things. That little move of trading Brian Lash off, and filtering through the money of Savard down to Tampa, right? <clears throat> there's a, a there's an intricate part that a lot of us don't understand in the salary cap and on how things can can maneuver. So the fact that Ryan Martin and the capologists and stuff—that's the big part that Steve Eisman and the Detroit Red Wings are on top of—is knowing the money to be spent, knowing what they can maneuver with, knowing how, you know, to take different things and move different things, and that's something. It's just it's the same thing. And Stevie, I trust. And you guys should – there shouldn't be even be a question because even if you weren't born, your parents and your grandparents watch this guy grow up and do everything in front of you, right? Now, it's the same thing. We go across the road to the Lions, right? First time even in my life where it feels like there's, we got some friggin' accountability to be making decisions. That's all it is. Do you like the guys that are making decisions for your team? And I couldn't think of a better guy – the yeah,
0: red ones. I, I mean the scuttlebutt around the entire league is if I is is ringing you up, you might want to not even pick up at this point. Like if you're a rival GM, because that deal was so out of control. Um But I, I mean, we didn't even get to the fact that now we have Panic, who we could expose to Seattle, and Seattle can say no. But I mean, if right. another.
2: There's like right. you got to understand insane. there's this, so much more going into it, Steve yeah,
1: Eisman because here's Panic or Nielsen. Man, this team is so protected. Next Get rid year. of both of them. <laughs> They're so exactly. protected.
0: Like this, this, this was listen, such a huge fat onion. Have you
2: have you, listen, you got that? You're talking about the expansion. So, so I heard Steve Eisenman's interview the other day. There's things they got to look for. I had to also. Some of these guys are are martyrs, right? You keep them on the yeah. roster so you can write what nobody wants them, Absolutely. they didn't want them to trade that line. So yeah. keeping guys you might have traded. It's the same thing as dangling them out there when you don't have to expose a different guy. So this is beyond above the rim. It's it's I imagine it's a lot like what's going on even more in the Pistons land with Troy Weaver. He's just hacking and whacking all these guys, and I'm not a basketball guy, but it's about getting their culture and their guys, and I said this the other day, go through the roster and who are Iserman guys and who are Holland guys? Right. Right. Go yeah. like seriously look and see what it is. You know, did you know Adam Ernie's a Eiserman guy from even in Tampa? Exactly. Guys that he goes out and gets on top of things. Those those are the guys that he puts the stock in.
1: Well yeah, we, Iserman, we, had, a, playing, we had a, uh, we had a thing the other day where um after Iserman made his move, uh one of our well, well, we won't say his name. One of our favorite talking heads uh, why you, was asking uh, Steve why would about you
2: say his name because he. Oh, what? Oh, talking heads like media guys.
1: Yeah, and he was asking Steve, "What kind of message do you think this move sends to the rest of the locker room?" When I guess what he's implying is that Mantha, as a cornerstone, it was a guy we just signed, this sounds like a guy we're going to commit to, and we essentially traded him in the first year of that deal. So, Darren, as somebody who was actually in a locker room, is there any like? Validity to that kind of thought? Does it, does it feel like players, if you saw a move like that, would that make an impact on you? Or it's just, well, this is our job and just nature of the business?
2: No, I mean, you're it's the same thing. You gotta you everybody's job is is there's no like safe, safe job. And listen, if you ask Steve Eisenman if he didn't get that deal or whatever else, you gotta understand that's the once. So when those once when those perfect situations come through, you got to know to be able to pull the trigger on it, whether he was shopping it or not. you know I don't know how it went down, who called who, right? Yeah. Now, I'm assuming Washington called Detroit. And and it's just like one of those things. Um, but, but that's why the whole thing is what you're taught early. And it's anything in life. And it doesn't matter if it's hockey or work or whatever. It's what I believe. If I commit to a contract, I have to be happy with I'm committed. It's not about what anybody else is making. It's whatever. It's what am I willing to give in return? And if I make that commitment, then then good, bad, or indifferent,
1: uh, yeah, I'm not I, coming
2: back to we, uh... do whatever else. Now, I thought for the same sort of reason where you would think if anybody was one of the untouchables, but what's what does Steve Eisenman just tell you? Nobody's pretty much untouchable unless he says they're untouchable. It's the, I get it. You want it now. It ain't now. And listen to Steve. It ain't coming soon. In fact, I don't it, think we make the playoffs for not next year, maybe the year after. And that's when it should be. And that's when it should start. So,
0: any, uh, that's
2: any, a lot uh, of games, boys. That's a lot of days in between then. Where you, yeah. you guys are going to be fucking losing your marbles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any validity, uh, in your, in your mind to the online conversation of let's just, put the kids in so that we have something to watch or is it? Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, they're going to lose. So give us something juicy.
2: But you know what? I'm sorry, guys. We're, <laughs> we're in a, a, you know what? Yes. I know it's the entertainment, but you can't have it both ways. You have it the way yeah. that he wants to give it to you. It's the same thing as, is Jeff Blasher the right coach? Absolutely why? because Steve Eisman says he is. It's like it's I can't fast forward it. Hockey's not football football you can turn it quicker. That's why the Lions will be more competitive quicker than the wings should be close to around the same time but I still think the Lions get make playoffs in two years instead of uh you know like yeah, it, it's just the way it is. but now. the beauty is all the teams downtown are coming together at the same time. So we'll just be able to jump spot to spot with teams that we can be proud of and teams that when we can't come on here and go, well, why did he do that? Why did he do that? Whatever else. You know what? Screw Steve Eisenman. I knew it was a bad hire. <laughs> I told you, Mrs. I. You know who's going to yeah. benefit the most out of this man to move? Go for it. Rasmussen. Who's it? Rasmussen. Oh, Rasmussen. my God, the first game without him, yeah. No, 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 but Rasmussen might be, it might be that opportunity because there's minutes out there, but you get the confidence. And with the big guys, as you see, and you see the goalie set up the other night driving wide and stuff like that, that's confidence move. You know, that's and that's where the ice time, and he could slide into because I, I always thought, I always said that Mantha will be, he's a cross between Shanahan and Franzen. But you know, Rasmussen now could be that guy that fits into some sort of that role. I wouldn't comp- compare them, him, like I did Mantha. But there's some other comparisons, you know, to Rasmussen. But if it's the size and it's the uh, confidence. Oh, guess who scored?
0: Yeah, Verona just scored. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Gustav Lindström with the assist. How about
1: that? Beautiful.
2: Well, yeah. hey. I don't know this for the ones who want to complain. Um, look at your blue line. You got Viega, Lindstrom, and uh, I'm guessing Cholaski are playing if they're playing 7D. I yeah. don't I didn't look at the lineup, but I'm saying you're getting young guys playing, and that's the biggest thing. Look at the defense this year compared to last year. They're mobile, yeah. they move the puck, they got like so the progress not perfection is there. Baby steps. We're in most of the games. Yeah, you get blown out every now and then, but it's it is what it is.
1: One of the fun things when we looked up just Googling Darren McCarty, I thought maybe it would have something to do with uh, you know hockey fighting. Uh, for some reason, it said you were known for singing.
2: Well, I have a uh, band grinder.
1: You absolutely do have a band. Uh, did you think you would be known uh, for singing on Google?
2: <laughs> that was
1: <laughs> Joke-
2: Jokes on them. <laughs> You know, yeah, I had uh, like that's two... Why, that's Hey, listen. That's why... Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but... I think you're doing an... I surround to- myself with... Um, I've done this in my hockey career. I've done this in my cannabis career. I've done this all the time. I just surround myself with better people, right? So that's yeah. why the band rocks. But no, it's cool because the band... COVID screwed the band for playing 12 gigs last year. So the band's ready to go. I'm ready to scream. Screams Is that, it
1: like out of COVID, what would you most want to be a part of? Like a concert, sporting event, or I'm going to say wrestling is a little bit separate. So wrestling, sporting, or music. Cannabis event. Cannabis, cannabis event. A cannabis well, you can because... kind of bring that to all of them, arguably. Yeah, but I do no, like... I, But
2: I'm saying it's because the outdoor and, and the vibe and everything like that. But I, I think, you know, like a, uh, uh, anything outdoors. And, and, and dude, yeah, for me to, to, to go to, yeah. I, I can't wait to like a live wrestling event because of watching so much wrestling and missing it. And, and then just to know it, like it's a, it's that appreciation of what, what you lost. Yeah. You no, know, I, you know, it doesn't matter. You, um, we're going to, whether it's comedy or, or, or the band or whatever, it's just about the people, man. It's like, I always say is that I realize and I'm still here is cause I'm a battery and you guys are my power. And anytime, You know, it's the reason I'm at Woodward Sports Network doing the afternoon show. It's because when all the tailgating and all the everything opens up again, we're going to be right in the middle of it. And it's about being with you guys. And it's about having these conversations and hopefully having them, oh, no, this guy should be here. Why does he have him on the... You know, because we care. And it's caring about, you know, whatever else. Or being at a show, rooting, you know, rooting for, you know, some bad guy or some good guy or whatever. It's just being you know, having the passion, I love it to share that passion. And, and it's that wing wheeled nation that I've been able to share the highest, the highs, the lowest, the lows, but we're all still, you know, still yeah. here because of it. And, and the, the thing that is most important and you guys are too young, but anybody who went through the 97, 98, and what I mean is the, the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows, we all went through it together with Vladdy, with winning the cup and then losing Vladimir Konstantinov. So the emotions, we all still share. So as human beings, that's what also connects us. That's why winning that that year, the Believe Year, is so, if you don't think that, you know, the, uh, the higher powers and things are in play, like that. The, but that's what connects this city. And that's what connects the people. And it doesn't matter if you're there or not. That's what the culture you're all about. And that's what, you know, th- th- that's what makes me most proud. And that's why we'll sit here and make, jo- you know, I'll make fun and joke and tell everybody how dumb they are for, for- <laughs> Stevie and stuff like that. Because you know why? Because I'm his bitch and he's just going to yell at me for you guys being dumb because you're my guys. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it goes.
2: It- it all- yeah. Everything still flows downhill. Right. Yeah. So I still hear from him. But, it's, but he knows, and and here's the one thing, take this solace. As much as any of us care, right, and I know that you can only care as much as you can care, he cares more. And you better believe that. And it's about bringing this back, because think about it, even more so, this is everything of who he is is created in this city by around that and the man himself. So to get this right for the Illiches and for all of us, it's it's sort of his his destiny, his mission, and he will. Guys, he doesn't get denied. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. There you go. <laughs> it up. Get it out there. Every time, every time somebody wants to argue, you just tell them that. You just play <laughs> that for them. We play that clip.
1: I had
0: gotcha. uh, I had a couple other questions lined up in uh, regards to like. Let's let's jump back to the 90s. I I'll say I we do have a couple of baby faces, but we were most certainly alive and cheering for uh, I Mike, you were 10, I was 9. Uh, so we were there. We just, you know, weren't loud enough because we were so young. But but, um, you know, but,
2: let, but let me ask you because I called out yeah. the wheelhouse age, right? So the wheelhouse age between 7 and 15 you know, because I was 12 years old when the Tigers won in '84. You know, Lance yeah. Pierce is my guy and all that stuff. Yeah. So, do you remember, like, so tell me, being nine and 10 and now being older, what do you remember about winning and then the accident? And, the, like, so as a nine and 10 year old, the highs and lows, because you couldn't put it into the understanding as you can now, but right. you still remember it, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. It was something we actually got an opportunity to speak with Keith Gave like uh, a few months ago, and uh, it it was his documentary. I think where it took all of the feelings I had when I was a kid, where it was just kind of like I knew I had to be sad. I knew that this wasn't good, but you'd never understood like the gravity of what was going on. Definitely, his book uh, opened my eyes to like uh, a lot of the emotion that I think I missed out on as a kid. But uh, like, it's still something to me that when as I got older and you got to see Constantina finally stand, like I, I remember weeping when I saw that. And uh, it's just you you kind of grow with that story, which is it's an extremely interesting uh, like philo- uh, philosophical probably experiment to see is it possible to feel something? Uh, you know, to, I don't know if it's like uh, like the reminiscing side of it. Or or just missing out on the emotion, but is it possible for that kid to finally grow with something that they weren't truly connected to and still feel it? And uh, you absolutely can. It's it's in, it was incredible. And uh, for anybody who who uh, hasn't read that book or watched the documentary, um, get the tissues ready, even for the book. Um, but man, uh, those it's it's heartbreaking. And even like speaking to Keith Gabe, like it's still. it it broke him a little bit to, to talk about it again, which is, uh, heartbreaking in itself, uh, to know how, how painful it was. But, um, yeah, I, I can't imagine, I mean, Darren, that's me, that's me answering your question, but if I was truly going to take a stab at this, I'd have to say, I have no idea what it feels like to be you and to have that be your teammate that, uh, that went down, uh, outside of seeing you in the documentary and hearing your words on it. But, uh, unbelievable pain I, I i would take a stab at but i would never know it's go almost it. that
2: numbing yeah, feeling,
0: right where you can't believe
2: like you don't. it could happen you know what i mean like you can't believe yeah. that you know is this real life but the the most proud i can say that i ever was steve Eisman as my captain was anything he did on the ice or anything, it was how he represented us that Beaumont, the press conference. And, you know, like, that's why, you know, I believe that's why we are as, you know, no championship teams are close and you have that bond, but we, you know, we have this, you know, family, we have this bond that, that is beyond that. You know, I'm, I'm proof of it. Cause I'm still alive. And, and it's, you know, the, the hard love, the, the, the good love, but just the, the, the family, aspect that that's what the red wing organization is all about and i you know as i consider myself an integral part of it um integral success and part of you know a lot of different failures and but that's what you know being part from detroit or being a, you just you never quit and you you know you fall down you always get back up and as long as you never quit you're still in the game so it's just we we all know what it's like we ain't scared to get our hands dirty and you know put in a good day of work and that's what it's like that's what's all about that's what you know grind time what the grind line's all about we take that to heart to you know we we thought that you know to me that's you know to be known like you know for a guy to to, to be known um and you know, you hear the like production line or of Russian Five, but if you say the grind line the NHL, you know who's on who's part of the grind line. So that's pretty, you know, those are the Hall of Fame moments or the or the thing like, oh, okay, must have left an impression. You know, just like to leave a little <laughs> yeah. bit of well, bit I of mean, back
0: everywhere I go, your legacy is going to last forever in this town. Um, I mean, you – you, we we opened the show by reminding everybody of the – I mean, the cup-clinching goal. I mean, like, not just that, but you, you, you're you, turtling Claude Lemieux. I, how does it know – how does it feel to know, like, that legend? You, it's Listen, is like, real. Karma's real. It,
2: karma's yeah. real. You got to act right. It just so happened that – hey, I might be biased because the big guy chose me as a starter, but it's just – that's what <laughs> we're all – I mean – I can't, yeah, it, it, it's, you can't write a better script, you know, if you're Ford Coppola or Scorsese or Spielberg uh, to March 26, 97, and, you know, the, the biggest thing is, yeah, got the revenge, got to beat the crap out of the biggest villain and him you for what he did to my boy Draper and, you know, everybody else. But the fact that I stayed in the game and scored the overtime winner, that's the moment and wing wheeled nation everywhere it was proverbial. It's going to be all right. Don't know what it means. It's going to be all right. Well, you know what? Sitting here 24 years later, I got four cups saying, Yeah, it turned out okay, fellas. And we're still talking about that shit. And, you know <laughs> yeah, that, what? Yeah, what? What are they? That's just a part of all who we are, dude. Because if you look up to that point where sometimes you don't know if you'll ever get over that hump, but you got to keep climbing because we climbed and we slid and we climbed, and we slid. We set the league record and we got knocked. The fuck off the top of the mountain. We thought we should be there and we never quit. And then the worst yeah, things what? happen is where you lose a teammate and then you still don't quit. And you're able to show that together you can accomplish anything. Well,
0: that's, I, I was going to spin it with a uh, new relationship ESPN and, and the NHL, or I should say, renewing the relationship. When is oh, the yeah. Darren McCarty, uh, when's the Darren McCarty 30 for 30 going? Uh, did you get that call yet for the documentary series to start up?
2: not not 30 for 30 but there's uh i think there's a there's a few things in the works so hopefully hey i like oh, the other shit. day because the second oh cool. topic was a hockey highlight so they're they're warming it up right so all this hockey, yeah you know i i can't wait i know john Butchigrass is stoked and uh linda cone stuff like all the all the people that that Barry marrow all the ones that love the hockey I, we're happy to be back and honestly best thing for the league
0: I did want to get more player insight uh, and it's so like what it is inside the locker room. And uh, I might mix this up a little bit when we redo the podcast or when I mix, uh, edit the podcast, but um, I wanted to ask Shanahan. So we're kind of mixed into the cup conversation. Shanahan comes over, Paul Coffey, Keith Primo heading out. What, what goes through your mind, Darren, when you you get the news about a couple of teammates are leaving uh, and then the next step, when Shanahan takes his first step in the locker room, wh- what is going on inside a locker room to make sure that Shanahan feels welcome? That he's going to – I know he's got his job to do, but there, there's still that team camaraderie that's got to come into place. No, nah, we we're well.
2: excited, man. It's hell – you know, the one thing, too, is I love Paul Coffey. And Primo wasn't happy, and Coffey and Scotty were butting heads. So you could see something sort of happen. But to get Brendan Shanahan, obviously the two most excited guys in the room were me and Marty LePoint. <laughs> right? Because there's a power forward extraordinaire. And it was almost in awe because Shani was one of the guys that, you know, goal scorer, tough guy and stuff like this, but the way that he came in and, and it's, it's what you see now, what makes him a great president in Toronto. He, he's able to read the room and see, you know, just when to inject different things. And, and really it's just more of his presence than anything. Um, you know and, and stuff that you learn, you know, about picking your spots, timing, uh, you know, different things. I, I remember he used to say, uh, uh, you'd always uh, I'd say, Hey, Shanny, when we'd cross at the line, he'd say, Throw me the puck. I said, Where do you want it? He goes, Does you can't put it where I want it, so I'd just throw it anywhere. <laughs> hey, guys, I gotta tell you. I don't have a charge and I'm on one percent, so we might have to continue this later because both phones are dead and I gotta go that's... find one. No, so that, I that's, I that's...
0: okay. No, we can uh, we can wrap up. Um, if uh, I don't know if you want to throw out if you can uh, any of your plugs. I know you have uh, on 420. You've got a big uh, yeah, event Dar- going on in Real Flint.
2: Quick, Real quick, Darren dot com. Real quick, Darren McCarty dot com for everything. The new merch sites up. All the hats, everything, clothes, great. Um, any blue check marks, real Darren McCarty or official Darren McCarty. That's Instagram, Facebook, Darren McCarty four on Twitter. I run that one. So let's fucking go. Chirp me. Uh, dare Daria. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but follow me if you're going to chirp me. That's all I say. Follows, Got you. Got and, uh, you. But I'll give it back. Um, but I'm not as mean as Kevin Durant. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much you can catch me Monday to Friday, three to five Woodward sports network on the hook. And then. Other than that, uh yeah, I'm out and about. You can check there at McCarty.com for my event schedule. Uh comedy tour May seventh in uh Royal Oak Magic
0: Theater.
1: Oh, fantastic. Oh beautiful. Yeah. Love that. All right. Yeah.
0: Stopping grounds. That's all, all right, Flint's cool.
2: Greatest. And if you're up in Flint on four twenty on Tuesday, eleven to 12 we I'll be at Green Galaxy up in Flint for four twenty. Awesome. So with some of the D Mac product. Woo. There's <laughs> Hey we'll, do man. hey, we'll do this again for sure. And I, I love love what you guys got going on. And uh, uh, like I said, 90% wrestling, 10% wings right now. I'll tell you when you can switch.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you on for uh, for wrestling. That'd be great. Thanks, Darren. All right. Fantastic to right, meet you. Appreciate Here. it. Thanks. <laughs>